Everyone to the Avet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today is Shur Daf Chet Amur Bet. Today we will begin. Today Shur is Daf Tet. We'll begin on Daf Chet Amur Bet. On the bottom word, last three words. Amar Bilazar. Daf is available. Anyone who would like the zechut of sponsoring today's Daf, kindly contact the rabbi. So the Gemara says, Amar Bilazar. Haomer Petach Matuch Matzati. A guy who says, I found my wife. When I married her, the, the, the opening was open. So he's claiming, like we said in the Mishnah, which Mishnah says you have to get married on Wednesday in order to avoid such an issue. Right? So when a guy gets married and he has that claim, he is believed to make her asur on himself. So here's a guy. He got married to a girl he thought she was never she never had relations before. And now he comes to Betin and he claims that Petach Patuch Matzati, I found an open hole. He's believed to make her forbidden to him. Which means that it doesn't mean he could be believed to make her lose her ketubah. Because if a girl would commit an act like that while she's married, she could lose her ketubah money. He's not believed for that because she could say, you, you're a liar. And the fact that she sa- he says that she doesn't have a bitulim does not mean that she loses the money, but it does mean that he becomes forbidden to her. Because in his words, he said she was open. That means that she sinned. And if she sinned, she's forbidden to him. So the Gemara asked the question, how could you say she's forbidden to him? V'amai, and why? Why would she be forbidden to him? We should allow her, forget about losing the Ketubah, we should allow her to sleep with him anyway, to stay with him. Why? To Safekot. Safek number one, Safek Tachtav, Safek and Tachtav. A woman who sleeps with somebody else before she's engaged is not doesn't become forbidden on her husband. She first needs a kiddushin to become forbidden. Just because she did something before she took a kiddushin from him does not mean she's asur. So when you see a girl, let's accept his words for a second and accept that it was petach patuach. The, the opening was was open. Who cares? Number one, maybe it wasn't under. Maybe it wasn't while she was married. And the second is the And even if you claim that it was under him, meaning while she was already in a kiddushin, safek safek We have a safek if it was willingly, or perhaps it was forcibly. And therefore, since we don't know anything about it, there's a double safek. Even he should be permitted to stay with his wife, even after he made this claim that she was a petach patuach. Her opening was open. Is everyone with me? We need it. We're talking about a case of the wife of a Kohen. In the case of a wife of a Kohen, there is only one Safek. Safek, if it was under him or wasn't under him. Because the wife of a Kohen will become a Asura on the Kohen, even if it was not willingly. So since there's only one Safek, one Safek, Safek, we have to be strict and he has to separate. So we're talking about a case of an Eshet Kohen. That's answer number one. 
ואיבאית אימה. If I want, I can answer you. באשת ישראל, we're talking about a case of the regular wife of Israel. It doesn't have to be a specific case of a wife of a Kohen. It could even be an Eshet Yisrael. Kegon dekabil ba'abiyah kedushin pechuta mebat shaloshinim yom echad. We're talking about a case where the girl is, let's say the girl is 13 years old. But her father accepted the kedushin not last year, all the way back when she was two years old. Now, what's the problem? So, then we know that, that if the petach was open, it must be that it's open because they had relations during the engagement time, during the Kiddushin time, because if it had it been two years old, had it been when she was two years old, it would have healed. The halacha is that these things heal and the bitulim will grow back after up till three years old. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it must have been under him. Now, it could have been be'ones or be'ratzon, that is true, but, but it's only one safek over here. The safek is whether it was be'ones or be'ratzon, but the safek of tachtav or eno tachtav doesn't exist over here, and therefore should be asur. Now, I want to point out to you that Rashi mentions that it has to be that she is a gedolah now. Because if she was a, an 11-year-old, let's say, the rule is, pitui kitana is an onus. When a person convinces a kitana to have relations with him, even a married woman, it's only, it's considered like... But is she married? It's con- even if she's married, she is married, because she got a kiddushin, an 11-year-old marriage, got married at three, a little before three. Mm-hmm. So we know for a fact that it was under him, couldn't have been before him. But... Still, right, like Pituik, what? Rivka was three years old when she got married. Perhaps. That's what some say. Yeah. Okay. But regardless, regardless, the point is, let's focus. The point is that since Pitui Kitana Onis, when you convince anyone under 12 to have relations, it's as if you forced her. And therefore, it would automatically be Mutar if she was 11 at this time. Because it was for sure the Onis. We had to make a case where she's a long engagement. She's 13 years old and she finally gets married. And he finds her tabatuach. And that's the case where it will be Asur. So either Eshet Kohen or a three-year-old Kiddushin with a marriage at 13. Or 12 and a half. Good? Okay. So it says, my kamash malan. What are you... So Rabbi Eliezer had said the rule that when a husband says petah his wife becomes Asur. We want to know my kamash malan. What's the Hidush? Are you trying to teach me that Shavya Anafna Anafshe Khatiha di Isura? That when a man claims that something is the fact, that he makes it Asur on himself? We already know that. Because in this case, he said that the Petach was open and he made her Asur. We know that. Because we already learned it from a different Mishnah. Now, this other Mishnah is not talking about Petach Patuach at all. But we see from here this concept of Shavya Anafshe. What is it going on over there? A guy goes over to the woman and says, Hey, you, Gertrude, you know, I, I, I gave you a kiddushin. But she says, You did not ever give me a kiddushin. So he's claiming that she's his wife. And she's saying, I don't know who you are. He She 
First of all, not only could she get married, because she doesn't have to accept his words, right? He doesn't have witnesses. She could get married, and she could even marry his brother. Now, how could she marry his brother? Because you claim that, you're, that I'm your wife, but I don't agree with that, and therefore I'm allowed to marry your brother. Okay. So really was a Hold on one second. If it really was, but we don't believe you. I don't have to, I'm not Mishubat to believe you. But he's forbidden to marry her sister. So she can marry his brother, and he can't marry her sister. Why can't he marry her sister? Because since you said it, you made it that it's Asur on you. So therefore, why do I need Rabbi Lazar to tell me this rule that when the guy says, He's believed to make her Asur on him. We already know this from the case of Kidashtani. It's the same idea. You claim that you married her. You're Asur on the sisters. You claim with Peta Batuach. You're Asur on the girl. Yeah, same Peta idea Batuach. that we accept, your, we accept your testimony regarding yourself only. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ralph is giving me faces, but I don't care about his faces. He has no questions. Says the Gemara. I would have thunk. You guys are lucky over there, Victor and uh, and Shimshin. I can't see your faces. If you make, you know, I can't. Well, usually, if I see Victor's face, I go back for him. Now I can't go back for you. We have to work out a. Maybe we'll work out a Zoom and we'll be good. No, Victor. We should work out a Zoom. This way, I can go back if I don't like the look on your face. Okay. Or Shimshin also. We do that sometimes. So it says the Gemara, Ma, no, it's not the same. Mahu I would have thunk. Hatam kimle. Over there, for sure he knows. In other words, when the guy says he married her, he knows he married her. Avalacha mekem hu kimle. So therefore, we need both statements because if I would only have said the statement by Kiddushin, I would have said, oh, by Kiddushin, he knows what he's talking about. But when it comes to uh, relations, yeah. perhaps the guy he thinks he thinks it's open, it's closed, mm. and therefore we need a hadush to tell you, no, no, we trust him, and he made it asur in himself. So now the Gemara asks, "Umi Amar Hachi? Would Rabbi Alazar actually say such a thing?" A woman is only a sore on her husband's with a warning and a seclusion, which means if he warns her and she gets secluded, she goes secluded with the guy, then she becomes forbidden on her husband. But in no other way does she be forbidden on her husband. And like the famous story in Tanakh, which is the story of David and Bathsheba. What are you saying, uh, Mr. Shimshin? I, say that again, please. The Gemara will clarify what this means. You're right. It's not as it's not as blanket a rule as it sounds like. But the Gemara at the, this point thinks it's a blanket rule, so that's why it's asking the question. Okay. Ooh, and the and like the story that happened. What's the story that happened? Masishaya Rashi says the story of David and Bathsheba. We know the story in Tanakh where David notices Bathsheba, and he call he he sends his messengers to bring her to him, even though she's a married woman, and he sleeps with her, and then he sends 
her back to her husband. Her husband doesn't come home and he, her husband ends up getting killed. So in that story, that's a famous story of Zinut. And it's in the Torah. And we want to say that the woman is only a sore on her husband when she's warned and she is uh, and she goes with him anyway. So Gemara says, When the story of David and Bathsheba, Uriah, the husband of, of Bathsheba, had not warned her not to go with David. So why are you claiming like that story? The story is nothing like what you're claiming. Ve'od, another rule, Mi Asra, in that story, did the rabbis say that Bathsheba is forbidden on David? Uh, on Uriah? They never said that. And therefore, you, the comparison that you're making has no, no comparison. So Mara says, Ha lo kasha, that's not a question. Ha this is what the Mishnah meant to say. The Mishnah didn't say exactly what it meant, it meant this. Only on Kinusida. From how do we know? From the story that happened by David and Bathsheba, the Lohava, where there wasn't a Kinusida, and she did not become Asura Nuria. That's the proof. Here we see a proof against Rabbi Al-Azhar. Because Rabbi Al-Azhar said over here in our statement that if the guy says, she becomes Asur on him. And here Rabbi Al-Azhar is saying that the only way she can become Asur on him is with Kinui Vistira, if he warns her and she gets secluded again anyway. The Gemara says back with Tizbara. No, the Gemara says, Ulutamech, according to your reasoning, this is, the Gemara is going to basically do Shimshan's question here. Kinui v'stila in edim lo? You think Kinui v'stila is Asur, and if you have witnesses that she said no? Only Kinui v'stila were not witnesses? Of course not. Ela achi kamar. En ha'ishan neser ta'abala be'ed echad ele v'shnei edim. We're supposed to say the following, which is missing. A woman is not a surah, a husband with one witness, rather only with two witnesses. And if you have a warning and a seclusion, even if you only have one witness, and if the guy claims it's like two witnesses, because the guy knows what he's talking about, and therefore becomes a surah like two witnesses on himself. Maybe you'll ask me now, where did the David Batsheva come in? Because we, we, we stuck a bunch of things into this Brighta. Right. But where did David Batsheva come in? Because the, the Brighta is coming to head off a question you might have asked. And if you ask, Why didn't Batsheva become Asura on her husband in this story when she sinned with Batsheva? The answer is over there, she was forced. Since... David was sending his soldiers to get her. Had she refused the soldiers, she could have been killed. And therefore, it's a case of onus. Basically, David forced Bathsheba, according to the first answer of the Gemara. And therefore, that's why she wasn't Asur on her husband, because she was forced. A second answer why she wasn't Asur on her husband in the story of Masechayav David Bathsheba, because the Melchemet Bet David, anyone who goes to a war 
as a soldier in David HaMelech's army. Get. Get Kritut Kotev Ishto would write a special get to his wife. And if he doesn't come back, she's divorced from the day of the writing. Because there's no point in writing a one that's not retroactive, because if the guy dies in battle, then it doesn't help, because you can't give a get once you're dead. Right? Once you're dead, you don't have to give a get right now. Right. But let's say two things. Number one, let's say the guy goes to battle... And he gets killed someplace and nobody finds his body. So now his wife is going to be in Aguna forever. So they would write a get to their wives. This way, in case I don't come back, and then, then you're divorced from now. And this way she's not stuck to be stuck forever. Alternatively, if she doesn't want to marry his, his uh, not 100% brother, it's another reason to write a get before you go to battle. Okay, but either way, it's going to be retroactive. It's going to go from the time of the get. And therefore... In David's army, everyone had that. How do we know? Because when David was being sent to go visit his... David was a little kid, and he was sent to visit his brothers who were in Shaul's army. His brother, his father Yishai says, Your brothers you should visit in peace. And their collateral you could take. What do you mean take their collateral? What collateral does the brothers who went to war give their father? Things that are collateral between him and her. Which means that he took the get to bring to their wives. And therefore, David was coming to collect the get from them because he wanted to make sure that the wives don't become agunot. And we see from here that David did that with his father. He probably did that with all the soldiers in his army. And therefore, this guy Uriah, who was married to Bathsheba, according to the second shot, must have given a get to his wife. And that's why she didn't become Asur on him, because when he never came back, she was Mutar. Amar Abaya, so Abaya says, Af Anan Nami Tanina. I also saw in a Mishnah. Betulan Neset Liyom Harbi. A bitulah can get married on the fourth day. In our Mishnah it says that. The Yom Arbi'in, the Yom HaChamishi law. What you get married on Wednesday, but not on Thursday. My time, what's the reason? We're afraid that he'll cool off. We want you to get married and go straight to Betin because we don't want you to cool off. And what's this for? If it's because we want him to, we, we don't want him to have to pay the ketubah. If the reason why we want him to wake up and go to Betin is because we don't want her to get a ketubah. And really, we're going to believe him so much to make her lose the ketubah. Nativla, let him give it to her. If he wants to give her the money, what do we care? Right. Why are we making him not cool off? What do you care if a guy wants to give a gift that's not deserved and he cools off and he gives it anyway? What do you care? Okay, let him give a gift. It's his money. Mm-hmm. It must be that we don't want him because we're making him asur on him. Right? And what is he claiming? He must be claiming So we see from our Mishnah straight out this law of Rabbi Al-Azhar, that a person is believed to say Petach Patuach, which would 
make his wife asur on him. It's already seen from the fact that you get married on Wednesday. I don't need to be a lazar to say it. I already know from the fact that you get married on a Wednesday. Says you're not back. No. Lo dikain ta'anat damim. We're talking about a case where instead of claiming petach patuach, which petach patuach is simply his assessment of how wide the opening was, right? In a petach patuach, the husband had relations, and uh, with his body, he's feeling how wide her opening is, and that feeling is uh, not as clear. And we were assuming that in our Mishnah, the claim that the guy was coming on Thursday morning to Betin was, was a claim of Petach Patuach. And therefore you see clearly from the Mishnah that Petach Patuach is a valid claim. The Gemara says, Allah, I can explain to you that Rabbi Al-Azhar's case is Petach Patuach. But I need him to tell us that Petach Patuach has believed. Because that's his claim. But if I would have learned the Mishnah only, I would have thought that the Mishnah is talking about Tanat Damim. Tanat Damim means that he has the sheet and that there was no blood on the sheet at all. If there's no blood on the sheet at all, that is a, a much clearer sign that is not up to his, uh, judgment. his judgment of how wide it was, right? It's up to, it's, it's a fact on the sheet. Evidence. And therefore the evidence on the sheet is a more powerful claim than more powerful claim, and therefore I need Rabbi Al-Azhar's rule because I wouldn't have known Rabbi Al-Azhar's rule from a case of, of um, Petach Patuch Matzati. Incidentally, I just want to point out that this claim of the sheet only works on a girl who's less than 12 and a half. But once a girl is older, there are some girls who are misleked, I mean, they don't have blood after that point. So it's not necessarily proof. We're talking here about a girl who is, let's say, that age. Amar Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. He's saying a major thing here. He's claiming that if a guy says he's even believed to take away her ketubah. And therefore, when he divorces her, he doesn't even have to pay the ketubah. Right. All on his claim. Now, that's a very heavy thing. The fact that he, she, he can make her asur on him, I can't sleep with you anymore, but you have to pay the ketubah, that we understand. I believe a guy, you're, you're claiming it, you claim that it's asur, so for you it's asur. That's nice. But who are you to take away money from a girl? She's entitled to money. You wrote her a ketubah. Night, Rabbi. What do you mean? She's what? It doesn't make a difference. If you, once you sleep with me or her... Yeah, but the whole you, contract was if this was now is yes, the whole contract is that. So but, it's not avoid. That's but, it. But why do we accept your word for it? Who are you? Since when does one witness have the right to take away money from somebody else? And Didn't we say the Gemara said over there it's like two. Anytime you have money, anytime you have money, you need two witnesses to get the money out of the guy. Mm-hmm. So here, this is money that's in her possession, as far as we know, and here's a fellow coming along. And he's saying, no, it wasn't. And we're going to, on his, on his word, on his say-so, okay. we're taking money away from her. That's a, we weren't saying that till now. We were only saying, right. till if, now we were saying... normal guy want to get a divorce after one night? I mean, that doesn't make oh, sense. Oh, oh, So that's what they want to claim. They want to claim that something, exactly what, what, what Ralph says, they want to claim that something called Anan Sahadi. Anan Sahadi means, we assume, now, now, you're saying, what a normal guy. Who said that you're a normal guy? 
I claim you're not normal. Anybody, one night, after one night, they're not going to just say, oh, I'm done, I don't want to shoot. I'm done, I'm done. Right, right. So she could claim, I didn't say you're a normal guy. But the Gemara is saying, I'm, exactly, I'm claiming he's not normal. Mm-hmm. I, I was normal and I married a crazy guy. I didn't realize. That's what she's claiming. Give me my money. Right. Right? He's loaded. I Give me the money. So now, um, on that, we want to say that a man who spends money on a wedding is an Anand Sahadi that he's not going to blow it the next morning. Morning. And that, therefore, Anand Sahadi means that Betin is testifying and no one would do such a thing. It's like you have witnesses. That's what this, this rabbi wants to give me, Hudamashmul, which is a Hidush. Okay? Okay. Amar of Yosef. My Kamashman, what's the Hidush of Shmuel? Tanina, we already have a Mishnah later on. It says, Ha'ochel etzel chamib b'yehuda, an engaged guy who eats by his father-in-law's house. If you live in Yehuda, where it's a place where they allow people, they allow engaged people to be alone in a room together. Shalom be'edim without witnesses. He can't came Why? Because he's alone with her. Right? So since he's alone with her, we are suspecting maybe you had relations with her when you were alone. And therefore, therefore we're saying that it's true that there's no... Because you were the one that caused it. Because you're the one who caused it. Now, the Lord says, Be Yehuda. It sounds like only in Yehuda, where they let you be alone, is where you can't claim this. But if you're in Galil, which is a different area, then you can claim it. Now, what are you claiming? If it's to make it asur on him, my Lord, why can't he make it asur on him? Right? Even in Yehuda, if he's claiming that he didn't have relations when he was Erusin, so then he said that she's Asur. So, a person can make himself Asur on something. Why won't we believe him? Even in Yudah. Must be when we say you're not believed, you're not believed to take away the Ketubah. What is he claiming? He must be claiming Petach Patuach. And he was claiming Petach Patuach. You see that Petach Patuach is believed already even to take away the Ketubah. Mars is law. If he claimed Petah Patuach is one thing. Here he's claiming Tanat Damim, which is a more certain claim, and that's why it's different. Itmar, Amar of Nachman, Amar Shmuel. Of Nachman's name is Shmuel, Mishum Rabbi Shimon ben Azar. Hamim Tiklu Levot Yisrael Betula Matayim Ulmana Mana. Behem Heminu Shimamar Petah Tuach Matzati Neeman. So according to another reason, we're claiming over here, according to Nachman Mashmuel, the reason why they believed is because the whole Ketubah is a decree of the Hahamim. 200 for a Betulah, 100 for an Almana. But that rule, the rabbi said, included in the rule is that we believe the husband. You're right. In general, money needs two witnesses to get it out. But here, the included in this was, included in this, was the uh, believability. Imken, if it's true that the husband 
has the right to knock it off, then what did the Chachamim gain when they made the woman have a Ketubah? If every husband could just say, you know she wasn't a Betulah, and get out of paying the big Ketubah, what did we gain? The guy's going to ride a big, uh, a big Ketubah, a million dollars, and the girl's going to feel, feel secure that her husband will take care of her. And on the first night, he'll claim Tanat Betulim, and he'll get out of paying a nickel. We have a chazaka that a person doesn't work on a suda and lose it, and therefore it'll help, and therefore the chachamim works like that. Okay. Are we stopping? What time is it? Okay, we'll stop over here, 7.45. Okay, now here's a question. We'll stop. Amen, amen.